Today on ABC Devo, Mr. B's Ballroom. Welcome to ABC Devo. This is the podcast where we examine every song by Devo alphabetically all the way from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm John Ingle. A walla walla walla. I'm Joe Maisel. And I'm Peter E. Taylor. And today we are talking about Mr. B's Ballroom from 1980's Freedom of Choice. You know, I really meant that to be more like a walla 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 whoa Joe, but it didn't work yeah. out. Hmm. I screwed that one up. I'm, I'm sure the audience feel terrible. Filled it yeah, they knew what you were doing. I thought you were doing Greece. So our audience, I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> They've never heard of Devo. <laughs> They're hoopy fruits. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, Tom, you and no, I were talking about this in the in the green room. This is not Mr. T's ballroom, sadly. But it kind of is yeah, in my pity. head. It kind of is. Yeah, I pity the fact that it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Devo pities the fool. What exactly would Mr. T's ballroom be like? Would it just be exactly like this throwing chairs and sick on stairs? And he would not, he would not put up with getting sick on the stairs. I can tell you that. I don't think he would put up with any of that. He doesn't, he wouldn't put up with any of this stuff. Mm It'd be very orderly organized kind of, you know, uh, everybody would be respectful. Mm hmm. How and you know, anybody... Mr. T was a bouncer. Yeah, yes, he, he was. was. Oh, yeah. So he was experienced in throwing these fools out. Mm-hmm. So what would you predict Mr. T's ballroom would be like? <laughs> My prediction? Pain. Yes, what do you think would happen? <laughs> um, it's funny, because earlier we were just talking about Rocky Four, and now we're talking about Rocky Three. It's like we're traveling back through time. It's true. <laughs> I want to raise my hand and admit I did not get the prediction joke when Joe said it. But now wow. I do, and I'm happy. Old Grumpy Tom. Doesn't even like Rocky Three, the greatest. Grumpy like ever. Clubber Lang. We can turn it into talking about, instead, I predict the Sparks song. There you go. Oh, there you go. We should be moving forward in time. I think. No, no, this, that would be before this. But then, then Dave joined Devo after this, so who knows? Um, I think so. What year did that? Uh... Uh, time is relative. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Timey-wimey. I predict was on which album? It was on Angst in My Pants, which is 82. So that is after this. All right. So we're moving forward in time. Good news, everybody. Time is re- re- hey. back flowing in normal dizzy. direction. Guys, we're moving. <laughs> Ugh, let's slow down a little bit here. So let, let me um, also say that um, I have on occasion. Gonorrhea. No, no. Let me say that I have on occasion uh, considered... Um, adding this to my list of personal theme songs because uh, in oh, my, wow. in my uh, civilian life, I am in fact, Mr. B. But yeah. Retailer begins with an R though. I don't get mm, it. Yeah. Well, it's a little, mm. you bend the leg, sweep the leg. No. Okay. <laughs> um, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't have an establishment such as is described in this song. Well, you, no, that's, I mean, that's you also wouldn't have put up with any of this. No, no, that would be like what fun people would do. Yeah, certainly. <laughs> you not. and Mr. T would right. just cross your arms and scowl and yeah. shake your and heads. Pete, I don't mean that as an insult. I would be right there with you complaining about the noise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I considered, uh, Considered it, and then once I kind of really listened to the lyrics more as I got older, I was like, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't need them. Going back to Peter yeah. Piper. 
<laughs> it's much more my speed. That's pretty great. Um, but yeah, apparently this is based on Mr. B's ballroom, according to Jerry, was a, a real place out in L.A. Mm. And uh, he, uh, this could be him kind of, you know, um, being a little, not, um, you know, far be it for me to call anybody in, in uh, Devo prudish. Especially because, you know, look at the stuff, you know, the covers, the artwork from the hardcore era stuff. Oh, sure. Um, And they did more cocaine than Hell Has Souls, lest we forget. Um, (laughs) But according to Jerry, it was spooky because it was, uh, he said it was an alternative alternative lifestyle club that was seedy and nasty. Mm. And so for for them to be, for him to be kind of, kind of eked out, eked out, irked, irked. Grossed uh, out. Yeah. Skeeved. Skeeved, maybe. Monkey. For him to say that, it probably was pretty uh, sleazy. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, uh, it doesn't, looking at the lyrics or listening to the lyrics, uh, you don't necessarily get the sense that it's that specific of a kind of seedy. Like I was, it, it, it almost just reads as, you know. Yeah bunch of knuckleheaded mooks you know you'd find yeah. at any bar with too many bud lights in them or something yeah it seems yeah like to in them and not because uh, they were butt chugging that's why <laughs> right. them and, and on them and yeah yeah, yeah. It's a, to me it that's more what... like a frat house yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly or, which or the frat house the bar the frat guys go to when they're not at the frat house right and then the song itself, in like a kind of meta way, I've always thought was kind of this anthemic sort of idea that was sort of parodying the idea of like a drinking, a douchey drinking song, you know? <laughs> They're like, whoa, whoa, you know how, the, how it's great, it's catchy. Right. But yeah. it's also like you could see a bunch of drunk people sitting around going, whoa, whoa, whoa. A Louie, Louie, Louie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they just originally it was inspired by the sleazy club, and then they just like made it, you know, like once they opened up that vent, it was just like oh, all that stuff in bars that we don't like. like Although, bars. wait a minute, like a sleazy club in Los Angeles in 1979, 1980, eh, that doesn't track. Yeah. Well, yeah. The, you know, they're science fiction. Well, yeah, yeah, science fiction. They're, they're no, the, I mean, they, they might have gone to that this club and they go, man, this place is kind of messed up. It's too loud. It's kind of gross. But when they got down to writing a song, they were like, wait, well, we really don't want to write a song about those people. We're okay with those people. They're just a little too loud. Right. Let's talk about the usual douchebags that we make fun of <laughs> yeah. and, and change the song a little bit. I mean, to me, that's more probably what happened because I could see them being inspired by that place. But in the end, they don't want to condemn that by mm, any means. They right. Yeah. Go back to the old well of condemning the jock douchebags. At a certain hour, those are probably their people. But then, yeah. you know. They get a little too out of hand, and oh, this is not for me. Yeah, I love the line, big swingers and double knits tonight. Like, I didn't know double knits were sh- was a shorthand for, like, people looking for action. Oh, oh. I didn't know that either. <laughs> yeah. I still don't know that. Is I'm that learning true? on this show. When... I, I mean, I don't know if that detail is Did extraneous, the if way? they're... <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, Jim Brown, Fred Williamson, and uh, Jim Kelly yeah. taught me three the hard way. Black huh. mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Reference Theater with your old pal, Joe Maisel. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. <laughs> yes. It's super fly. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, it's just like, I don't know if it's an extraneous detail or if they're saying, you know what they say about those people in double knits. I mean, what is the double knit? Exactly? The only reference I can think of to double knits is in Goodfellas at one point <laughs> in the voiceover. Uh, Lorraine Bracco's character says something about all the women wore double knits. Oh, right. So I'm just picturing like thick polyester suits, which would make sense, I guess, for the late 70s, early 80s. Yeah. So maybe it's just like swinger guys with big collars and I, mean, I don't know. But I really don't technically know what double knits means. Yeah, me either. Wow, that makes at least three of us. And I bet Joe doesn't know either, so I bet it makes four of us. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, it's a form of hand knitting in which two fabrics are knitted simultaneously on one <laughs> pair of needles. The fabrics may be inseparable, as in, an in, as in interlock knitted fabrics, or they can simply be unconnected fabrics. In principle, an arbitrary number of fabrics can be knitted simultaneously on one pair of knitting needles it, with, uh, with yarns, as long as one is careful. Hmm. I'm never going to make an assumption about you again, Joe. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, clearly, Joe has, knows that and has known that for yeah, a long time. Yeah, that's how I. Yeah, I just <laughs> dropped knowledge like that. That's yep. <laughs> you've been waiting this whole time for this episode. It was so natural and just fluid <laughs> the way you uh, recited that memory. Uh, well, you asked. I, I had you asked. I answered. <laughs> that that's how it works, man. <laughs> so in theory, you could have triple nits. Mm. It's true. In theory, you could have quinnets. Whoa. No, no, Let's not get That's disgusting. So yeah, come on. Yeah, well, I'm saying. Get a little bit. We, you know the limits because you cross them every night. But <laughs> <laughs> That old sensation. Um, Did anybody else uh, get the, the, the sense that this could possibly be a companion piece to Let's Go, which we covered a while ago on, I think, the weekend show? Just that I kind of sense, like I went. <laughs> hey! um, just to kind of like taking down the you know the drunk goons, the kind of frat boy guys, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. Yeah, well, it's not as it's I not as harsh so. as that. But then I that the the Jerry saying that it was this weird sex club made me yeah step back a second and be like, hmm? but right. I don't know. Again, I think that's just yeah. kind of like that's what sparked it. But the real on the page, it's totally just you know bars in general. Yeah. Not, but, you know, not cool rock clubs. Obviously, cool rock clubs are cool. <laughs> so um, who is it that's saying freeze? Like, what is the freeze part? You know, I mean, it's fun rock and roll. Like, they did, apparently they did a live thing with it, with the audience and everything, where they would say that to the audience and the lights would go down or whatever. Right. But in the song, is this implying, a, has there been a raid on the CD bar? And if so, why are they telling this person to come out of there and that they're not going nowhere? I'm really confused about, <laughs> about the logistics of that. But obviously, put your hands on your head implies that this is a uh, police raid on Mr. B's ballroom, I'm guessing. And it does seem like it. But, yeah. Or perhaps... Uh, you know, it could be the raid, and I thought of that. Or it also could just be that this is the result of the, of Mr. B patrons just going um, round things to the walls. And, you know, ultimately, they're big swingers. You know, they're throwing up in bathrooms. Action's happening. They're going out on the streets. Wait a minute, that's a Who song. And, um, you know, sooner or later, uh, you know, sooner or later, what ends up happening from their party and lifestyle is a run-in with the Popo, hmm. Johnny Law. Could be. Um, I combined 40s slang and 90s slang hmm. just for you, 
the Devo listener, specifically <laughs> the ABC Devo listener. It's the best kind. Yeah, it's true. Um, I, I thought it was know their kind of like, you know, shining a light on. So here's this, you know, kind of seedy underbelly sub, you know, things that you do in, in, uh, in darkness. Um, right. And then just kind of shine like, a light on do, it. What do in the shadows. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, here, you know, like if you just took somebody out of context, you know, like instead of in this dark club, if you just shined a light on them and kind of focused on, you know, I don't know. It doesn't really, the come on out of there, you ain't going nowhere, makes a little bit, but put your hands on your head doesn't necessarily. That that implies well, cops. Yeah. 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 Fighting kind and of apparently, in a future time. And apparently, Pete, when they would shut the lights off at the show, mm-hmm. they would select an audience member and shine a spotlight on them when they would say that. They would go freeze and the lights <laughs> would go out. And then they would say the line as they pointed at random, at a random concert goer. Um, so that was the little trick. That was the little show piece for this part of the song. It's like Star Tours. <laughs> yeah. There's a rebel spy on this ride. <laughs> there he is. You ain't going nowhere. You ain't going to put your hands on your head. <laughs> um, now, one of you, um, I'm, I'm softballing this to Joe, I think, but the, either of you, the other two of you can jump in. <laughs> Because I don't know where you stand on this. The people who I know who would be able to answer this off the top of off the bat are, are Joe and Dan Telfer. Um, I have no idea who Dan Telfer is. But he sounds like a jerk. What, was uh, <laughs> the same stuff as Joe? He's got to be a jerk. <laughs> didn't Evan Dorkin use Mr. B's Ballroom as the name of the title of a letters page or something? Uh, yes, that was the uh, letters column for uh, his comic book Pirate Corps, later okay. to be renamed Hectic Planet. He also at one point had a sticker for it that did just was a kind was basically a variation on the uh, two tone logo mm-hmm. that said Mr. B's ballroom. There you go. You nailed it, Joe. You nailed it. I was going to step in there, <laughs> but no, you got it. <laughs> really? Well, I mean, you know, you can you can share all your Evan Dorkin fun facts with me now. I mean, really, I, I, I don't want to brag. I don't want to, you know. <laughs> um, well, in a roundabout way, so that um, here's a tangent. There. Uh, um, some of you know I do another show called Star Wars Minute, and uh, wait, 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 wait! You do what? I do a, another podcast. I'm sorry. Guys. No, no. I mean, I, I thought we were friends. Oh, yeah. Like, we like, are. What do you mean? <laughs> wait, wait. What do you mean you do an, another? Yeah, he's, he's not no. a friend. He's just a he's no. just a podcast no. partner. No, 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 no. You do not. <laughs> I I hope you're ready to end that right now. Otherwise, this is no, wait, this is ending right now. <laughs> Am I right, Sean? Tom, you're with me on this. Can, can you believe this? John, we should just step out. For I'm fine. I mean, you guys only do one podcast too, right? Uh, mm-hmm. uh, yes, oh, actually. Look at the time. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Pete. Well, anyway, we were. Uh, we actually we had just uh, Alex and I had just had oh. breakfast with uh, Tom's podcast partner. Uh, oh yeah, Jerry. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> My brother from another oh, moment. It's like Mr. B's ballroom in here. We're all just <laughs> hooking up with everybody else. It's disgusting um, is what it is. But It'll then we hurt. went to the Still Hollywood betrayed. Museum um, in Hollywood. And they oh, had a bunch either. of weird, you know, like kind of like here's some props and here's some costumes. And it's like a weird combination of stuff. It's cool. Um, but they have a big Batman kind of, you know, Adam West 60s, Batman 66 exhibit right now. Cool. Okay, um, I'm good. But also they have like a horror, like the basement is all horror and like kind of thriller stuff. And uh, 
One of the things is a recreation of Hannibal Lecter's cell. Huh. Um, wow, that's that's weird. Yeah. And um, the in his cell, like on the bed in his cell, um, there are two comic books. Uh-huh. And um, one of the comic I'm books. I'm with you. <laughs> you guys have heard of comic books? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, um, I'll, I'll feign understanding, yeah. One of the comic books was an issue of uh, Secret Defenders, which was a Marvel comic book. What an odd comic to choose. Uh, and the other one is an issue of uh, Evan Dorkin's Pirate Corps. <laughs> so there you go. See? So basically, <laughs> that, brought display, it around. that display was made specifically in 1991. I think I looked up what issue of Secret Defenders <laughs> mm-hmm. it was, and I was like, okay, so it's not. Yeah, like, no, it couldn't have been like that. Obviously, wasn't because when I, I I got actually to talking to Dan Telfer about this, um, and we were talking about like, is that like a accurate? Like, did they just import that? Like, were those actually in the movie? And then we're like, no, wait, we looked up the issue of Secret Defenders, and it was like, no, that wasn't out when the movie came out. So this had to just mm-hmm. have been like recreated, yeah, in like ninety one, ninety two. Probably more like a little bit later once those, like once that stuff was like quarter bin, basically. Um, I'm sure they just grabbed some comics and, and threw it in there. Um, but Pirate Corps. The letters column for that was called Mr. B's Ballroom. Ta-da. Hmm. How about Full that? circle. <clears throat> I have All a side tangent sense, related yeah. to your tangent. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, I was boy. in L.A. recently and yeah. I saw Jerry Porter mm-hmm. and I saw the Batcave. Oh. Ooh. Yeah. That was cool. I have a then I found tangent. out that same Batcave was in uh, Bread and Circuses of uh, Star Trek. And then I got really Whoa. excited. Wait, who was? Yeah. That's... That that same Batcave. They use that same location for uh, Bread, and Bread and Circuses. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Bread and Circuses. I get for some reason some. It's all because of like like the making of Star Trek paperback or something. Like I get Bread and Circuses <laughs> confused with what's the one with the pig man. Uh, oh. uh... Journey to Babel? Yeah, Journey to Babel no. and, yeah. and Bread and Circuses. I get really confused. <laughs> uh, wow. Just title-wise. I know what the two different ones are, but... What a weirdo. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> the problems... Yeah, I kind of get all, all the sort of Roman Greek ones all like kind of bundled together, including Squire of Gothos, which doesn't quite qualify, but it sort of has that Bacchanalia feel to it. Yeah. Are you challenging me to a duel? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, you know, even like who mourns for Adonai, I kind of like, wait a minute. Yeah. I still think that's called Adonis. You me too. I, I did up until like oh. up until listening to the the uh, mission log mission log about it. I would have said <laughs> yeah, Adonis. No, I, I, like, I, mm, they're the ones okay. that sent me straight. All right, all of us are smart people. All of us have watched that episode a million times. All of us know yeah. how to spell mm-hmm. and, and yet read. and read. And yet for 30 plus years, we just thought, oh, out of, you know, who mourns for Donis? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll ballpark it. I don't have to read the whole word. <laughs> it's flowery Star I'm Trek title nonsense. Who's <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah. All right. I'm glad we're all on the same page here. Yes. Three cheers. It's right that we're doing a show together. Mm-hmm. And now, <laughs> if we can turn the page, what do we have to say about this song? <laughs> I like this song. I do too. I like this song too. Me too. Hey. hey. I'm just going to say hey. What? Hey. what? And let's just move on. <laughs> no, what What are your guys' grades? I agree with my friend John. I think it's an A as well. 
It's a good solid Ooh. A. In fact, I have a note here that says I might not. It says I might like the chorus the least, the wow wow wow. But I don't. I don't agree with that note. I don't know why I wrote that. I like the wow wow wow. I think I like partially that the because most. you heard wow 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 the whoa Joe just mm-hmm. as this episode opened made you reconsider awesome. it, and uh, and you're like, wait a minute. Now I'm always going to think of my buddy Joe. <laughs> it's like he's visiting. Now it's a C. <laughs> oh. oh, see, I I like that part of the song because uh, this is another. Archer Ingle favorite. Mm. Oh, when sure. we listen to this song in the car, he does the whoa, whoa, whoa over and over again for at least another half hour after we've heard the song. <laughs> so I enjoy that a great deal. I so, got to tell a, you, I think your child is making you bias. She is. He does. <laughs> you're going to have to cut your ties with him because <laughs> you, you can't keep your objectivity anymore. Yeah. Um, we'll th- I'll think about it. But for now, it's an A for me, too. I like that part a lot. I don't like how it stumbles out of that in a sense, like that transition. Like, do, 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 do. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Um, I, I don't. I, I want it to be a, 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 like either a hard stop or a smooth, but not like, do, 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 do. Like, it's like, hmm. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't hit me right. That would have better. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, the uh, I don't know. I, I I do. I like the song a lot. I, I don't love it, love it, love it. But um, I'm in the B plus A minus territory. So you know what? I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, Mr. A minus's ballroom. Hey, Mr. H Adams' ballroom. <laughs> <laughs> Joe? Oh, wait, wait. Does Tom want to ruin it for everybody first? No, Tom already gave I already, it an A. I, I gave it an A. Oh, no. It's up to you to ruin it, Joe. Yeah. No, only only you can ruin it at this point. Only you can ruin Devo songs. Well, all right. <clears throat> you know, I got to say, this gets a solid A. Hmm. Little bit of rhyming style. You'd understand that if you were from the streets. Um,. Yeah, no, I mean, it gets an A. It's also one of these things that, like, I was wondering how you guys would feel about this because Mr. B's Ballroom, for whatever reason, when I first heard uh, Freedom of Choice, was a song that immediately clung to me. Like, this song is amazing, hmm. says 15-year-old Joe Maisel. <laughs> um, and I wonder if, like, my love for it, like, was just a result of being a 15-year-old nerd or if it is, you know, and has transformed into being a 43-year-old nerd. Um, but I'm glad to know that the three other people I do uh, I podcast Devo songs with who are clearly not nerds and do not analyze movies by the minute, specifically <laughs> in the science fiction and or fantasy genre, um, <laughs> therefore are in no way nerds. Also love this song. <laughs> I definitely you? podcast about I'm the end or fantasy cool. genre. <laughs> um well good i'm glad we all get yeah this is definitely like a next level like you know it's not a surface devo song it, this yeah. is like a like second time through the album you're like oh kind of song i think yeah or even like 50th like if you asked me oh name all your like a songs by devo i don't mm-hmm. i don't know if i'd come up with mr b's ballroom Right. But then hearing it now, I'm like, oh, of course I love this song. Stop it. Yeah. Breathe. 
You ain't going yeah. nowhere. Uh, plus, <laughs> it's fun to picture Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze singing yes, those sure. songs, those lyrics. It is. Or it even is famous vo- voice actor Paul Freeze. Hmm. Or, a course... small blue speck in an unimportant sun has now <laughs> been extinguished. <laughs> um... Also, uh, as you could imagine, uh, future. Sorry to keep the slip the timeline again, but future Devo drummer Josh Freeze. Ooh. Oh, sure. Um, I wonder if they play this. Uh, oh, they did. They had it. They did it on the Freedom of Choice tour. Wonder if yes. they pointed oh, yeah. at him when they when they said Freeze. <laughs> he just stood up every time they said Freeze. <laughs> and someone well, kept I... drumming. He's that magical. Yeah. When he put his hands in the air, everything stopped, though. Yeah, no, that's the thing. He kept drumming. So. <gasps> well, yeah, but that's because I guess by then it was just a drum machine anyway. And he was just up there pretending. <laughs> no. He's the, too much joy, he brought so. the energy back. Yes, I know. I'm just being snarky. He's the one. Um, <laughs> snarky John. All right. Well, um, so that's a that's a A side. That's a playlist, set list. What hey, are we calling it? Hey ho, yeah. What'd you call me? Uh, mix mixtape. Mixtape. There you go. Yeah, it's the mixtape. Oh, it's the mixtape. See. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's the that goes on there. Speaking of uh, that mixtape, it's on the Spotify, and I'm gonna hey, use the we Spotify were just here. Of that. Um, and I'm gonna look up Mr. B's Ballroom. Walla, 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 walla. I'm going to go with the original version, not the remastered version. Original version, uh, one second longer. Why? Oh. Huh. Um, but then uh, the next song up in that uh, radio station, uh, based on Mr. B's Ballroom. Let me double check it. No, cross-reference this. Yeah, <laughs> weirdly, either way, it's B-52s. Um, the next one off the uh, the original one is Planet Claire. Hey, Planet, I just heard Planet Claire today. Hmm. That's a good song. Oh boy, it is. Um, so that's uh, that's the next song, and that our next song. <laughs> um, sorry, this episode was a day late. If you're listening to this in the future, you don't. Doesn't matter. You've heard it. I think you can agree. It certainly was not a dollar short. No, we have nope. plenty of dollars, just not enough days. Right. Um, but our next song, um, we're we're done with the M's. That was all the M's. Um, no more M's, everybody. Done with those. Wow. We're off to uh, the lone solitary N. There's a single N. One N. Yeah. Um, wow. And what does Nutra have to say about that? Uh, <laughs> well, you know, we can find out on uh, the weekend mutation. <laughs> okay, um, that's the other show that we do where we cover all the non-album tracks uh, over on our Patreon feed. Go to Patreon.com/slash/ABCDevo. Uh, and um, then we'll be back with uh, click your heels together, and we'll be back on Thursday with no place like home uh, here on ABCDevo. Hooray! Put your hands on your head, everybody. And click your heels together. Yeah. <laughs>